0: you're listening to the morning drive podcast from lubbock sports station double t 97 three. recapping the night that was in the world of sports
1: a little bit later on tonight uh, we'll have uh, the astros and the diamondbacks that'll be at eight and then the rangers playing at seattle uh, tonight and also bringing some humor to your day was it was pretty big yeah i mean it impressive yeah
2: was a fascinating
1: it was, I thought it was fascinating. It <laughs> kind of smelled, but I mean.
0: <laughs> Hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app.
1: I'm with Jamie Litt and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Take your thoughts, comments on the Gates morning Center chat line. Go to the Double T 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank for that. All right, I've got a number of little baseball tidbits here that want. I want to run at you, okay? If we didn't have a guy named Gus... I probably would go by gullible Gus because generally speaking, I take things at face value. So if, if this is a fake or a fraud, then it's, I, 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 I don't know how else to just or to look at this and go, I just take it at face value. Okay. Okay. So, so I saw something yesterday from Jace Young, basically a tweet that said, what are the odds that Josh hits a foul ball and it lands in my lap? Like a million to one to the casino I go. So apparently, Jace got a foul ball yesterday from Josh. That's cool. <laughs> landed, landed in his lap. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna take that I'm gonna take that at face value. The Texas Rangers yesterday finished up their season, Jamie, right? And they beat the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Listening to Eric Nadell yesterday afternoon on Double T 97.3, he informed the listening audience that the Rangers, and now with the save that uh, they got yesterday. Had 35 saves. The relievers had 35 saves on the season. Just 35 saves. Want to take a wild guess how many blown saves the Rangers had? 35. 30. 30. That's a. That That's is big a big number. That is a ton. That is a ton of uh, of those.
2: Um, you remember the Rangers lost a ton of one-run games.
1: In yeah. There. Yeah. And I don't have the I don't have the number on that, but you're you're exactly right. So. I don't know at if least that, 50. At like least. it was no, it was 50
3: like on Monday, yeah. Friday last week. Was yeah. it really? Yes. Yeah. 50 of the uh, no team, their team, the team record is 53 and it looking, it was looking like they were on pace to break that at that point.
1: So what, what's your top priority? Do you think
2: starting pitching?
1: And then do you think after that it's a closer or do you think it's more about getting guys that can be go longer into the, into the, into the game?
2: Well, I mean, both things will help, but I, I think you go for starting pitching. I mean, you definitely look for bullpen help too, but I, I think number one priority is starting pitching.
1: I Wonder how many teams will be looking for starting pitching mm-hmm. out of thirty-two. Thirty. A lot.
2: Thirty.
1: <laughs> Let's see. There's
3: twelve in the playoffs, <laughs> right? And there's thirty in baseball, so I'm going to say thirty.
1: Thirty. Right. So, there you go. So, and there's not like there's a, a bunch of starting pitching out there.
2: We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. And you also can make trades.
1: Uh, Matt Moore got the save yesterday. So he, he gets saves in back-to-back days.
2: Nice. Nice. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I saw, and this is a wild story, okay? And again, this and this comes from the Dallas Morning News. Credible source, right? Sure. Okay. So the um, the home run by Judge the other night that was for 62, the the guy that got it um, He was not in those seats. He was not scheduled to be in the seat where he got the home run ball, okay? Corey uh, Yeomans. There was a family that was supposed to be in those seats. They had bought those seats, which basically was uh, Section 31 there at uh, Globe Life. But when they got to the game, the um, usher told him to go down this row of seats this row of stairs, and it was the wrong row of stairs for them to go down to get to the access to their seats. And so I guess they got there right at game time because this happened in the first inning.
2: Lead-off batter of the game. Yeah,
1: yeah, this happened, you know, right away. So they, they weren't in their proper seats yet when Judge leads off the game to hit the home run. There was another guy who was right there as well, um, uh, Shane Rangani, and he was right there. He thought the ball was coming right at him and the ball was coming right at him. He dropped his phone to raise his hands to make the catch and then uh, Corey Yeomans came in to play because he was sitting behind him and had his glove out and he was able to uh, get the ball. The Van Wy family of Grand Rapids, Michigan, they were they were there uh, but they were not there soon enough, and so as a result, they they missed out. Here's the thing that's interesting: none of these people are mad at Corey Yeomans. Okay,
2: I don't think that should be.
1: No, I mean, I mean, well, the guy, the the guy that maybe has the 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 gripe was the guy that was in his seat, and Yeomans got in front of him to make the catch. But hey, when that ha- it's that's just the way it is. But I mean, sure, you know. But none of, these, none of these people are, like, filing lawsuits or anything like that. <laughs> well, you know, usually that's how the human race is, is that we immediately, like, I was robbed, so to speak, right? Be- sure. Because it's a, it's a $2 million baseball. Uh, but I just thought that was, uh, he said, the ballpark usher told them they needed to go down the aisle on the other side of the section. The family reached the other side. They realized that, in fact, the usher was wrong. They tried to navigate down the wrong aisle toward their seats, but by then, Judge had stepped into the box. And the Van Wise couldn't get to their seats.
2: Yeah, I can't, I can't feel bad for them getting there right at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, no, no. You're... How about a little preparation? <laughs>
1: right, right, I don't know if traffic was bad or whatever. Um, apparently the, the daddy of the, of the group, and the kids were like 19 and 17, brought his glove and says he has no doubt he would have caught the ball, but he said he wouldn't have sold the ball. Of course, easy to say when you don't have it, right?
2: Two million dollars, man.
1: That's a, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money.
2: Uh, maybe, he's, maybe he's already loaded. I don't know.
1: He said, I uh, just wanted the ball. I know it sounds crazy, but it's the truth. We planned this. We bought the tickets in June. We were here all four games. We got to witness history. So anyway, um, it was just uh, it was just interesting to me. Then the guy that, that jumped into the...
2: I wonder if they had tick- those exact tickets for all four games. They did. Okay, well then why? how would the usher have told them the wrong thing? They were there Monday night and Tuesday during the day. And they couldn't figure out which way to go.
1: I'm just yeah. I'm,
2: yeah, story not not matching up now. So they sat there twice already, but then they couldn't figure it out the third time.
1: Uh,
3: yeah, I I, I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I haven't been to the <laughs> oil no. Park in about oh four years, three years. Anyway, it was twenty nineteen. So I mean, they have years. to
2: go, they have to go back like all of what like five hours before they did it the last time.
1: I like I said. I but I, the
2: usher told them which the wrong way to go.
1: That's what that's what he told me. That's that's what that's what's in the, that's what's in the that's what's in the that's what's in the article in the Dallas Morning News, mm-hmm. um, and he's 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 what they're saying is that Yeomans would not have been able to get get to that spot if
2: they'd because been, they'd have been in their
1: seats. They, yeah, they'd, no. they'd have been there, they'd have been in their seats. Yeah, makes but those, sense. But those seats one two three and four were were vacant. Hmm. Um, he said uh, this guy that this other guy Rangani, was was right there. He was you know videoing it on his phone. And uh, he, he said into his phone, this dude caught this blank right here. He said, can you show the ball? And Yeomans like had the ball like tight against his glove. And then somebody was like, security's coming. People were looking at him. Didn't say a word. He was shaking. He was pale. He's holding onto that ball so tightly. I just kept telling him, don't give up the ball. And then apparently this guy wanted to stay and watch the rest of the game, Yeomans. But the security's like, no, our job is to get you out of here. Get that ball out of here and authenticate it.
2: Yeah, I, I wondered about that because they—I mean—they were ushering him and getting him basically. It felt for, like for, out of the stadium for
1: his security. Is yeah. for how they? What they? That's what. That's what they said. For his for his security, uh, and then he said Yeomans told security he wanted to stay and watch the game. Security told him that he was required to be ushered away for his safety. Anyway, uh, I just thought that was, uh, I thought it was a, I thought it was an interesting story. Great story. Um that those it'll be kind of the what if story for that guy and that family like well you know like you said i mean if you were there the i don't know if they were there for the doublehead or not they had those seats i don't know if they were there the previous night or not but Uh, you said
2: they had the tickets for all four games Yeah, they had the
1: ticket that's what that's what the article says that's what the article says um so that's that's uh that's the last little bit on the uh, aaron judge thing and one last little baseball tidbit for you uh, you might see this um, if you watch SportsCenter. If you've seen highlights, uh, Stephen Vogt, um, in his final major league at bat after ten seasons with the Oakland A's, went out with a home run.
2: Yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: He was introduced uh, to home plate by his three children. Apparently, they <laughs> apparently that's apparently cool. they were <laughs> his 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 three children said, "Now batting, our dad." Okay.
2: No way, that's cool. So
1: he goes up there, smiles. Hits the home run and then runs around the bases like a little leaguer, right?
2: Giddy. Yeah, he was giddy.
1: Uh, so this is a guy that won a World Series uh, with the Braves last year. He's 37 years old. This was his last plate appearance. You want to know what happened on his first plate appearance as a Major League Baseball player? hit a home run. He did. So he bookended it. Nice. So that's a pretty good way to end a career, right? Nice.
3: What happened with the rest of the bats, Chuck? I mean, if he's hitting oh, a home run that
2: often. Well, he played the Major League 10 years. Yeah, so clearly, clearly had... not very often, Jeff, because
1: yeah. his
0: career is over.
1: Yeah. yeah, and he's done at 37, and he's, you know, yeah. I mean, he's
0: accomplished an awful lot, right? Getting your sports day started the right way. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, breaking down the biggest games. If
2: Texas Tech does not win the Big 12 football conference, who are you rooting to win the conference, if tech does not win it this year, well,
1: busting some chops along the way. I hold back on sending you stuff. I mean, I'm very, very, very
2: judicious. We spend three hours a day, five right. days a week together. Yeah. Why Why would yeah. we need to communicate during the weekends?
0: <laughs> right. Save we it for the show. We we yeah, we do. We save it for the show. Tune into the morning drive live, weekdays from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. Today is. Uh
1: October the sixth, twenty twenty two. Here's Jeff McGuire.
3: Nineteen eleven is where we will start today, gentlemen. Boston Russell's future baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Cy Young mm. in his Major League Baseball farewell appearance. That's a letdown. Uh loses thirteen to three to the Brooklyn Dodgers in his nine hundred and sixth game. Wow. As a pitcher.
0: Wow. That's crazy.
3: 1919, in the World Series, the Chicago White Sox catcher Ray Schlack is the second man ejected from the game in game five versus the Cincinnati Reds. He's angered because his pitcher uh, his pitcher and uh, Lefty Williams refused to follow his signals <laughs> while he's uh, calling in the balls and strikes for whatever, and they were five to nothing loss. So he
2: 1919. gets... He gets tossed because he's angry he's yell- with his
3: he's own. He's yelling and being very vocal and-
2: at his own pitcher. At his own pitcher. <laughs> okay, that's different.
3: <laughs> nineteen nineteen, Black Sox catcher wasn't in on it.
2: Okay, all right. Gotcha. He was
3: very angry, okay. calling for a fastball and getting a curveball. And
2: I gotcha, gotcha.
3: Nineteen twenty-three, first National League unassisted triple play took place. Hmm. Ernie Paget of the Braves against the Phillies.
1: Ernie Paget, hmm?
3: 1945, tavern owner Billy Goats Sinus buys a seat for his goat at Game 4 of the Baseball World Series. Oh, uh, here we go. He's escorted out and casts a goat curse on the Chicago Cubs that then makes them have errors after they blame a fan in the stands and... Don't make yes. good decisions with their rosters and, yes. you
2: know. Spend their money foolishly.
1: Yes. But it's all yeah. the GOAT's fault. It's all right. Billy, well. Billy's yeah. fault, you know. Yeah. And they would, like, take GOAT's in there from time to time to, time to try to break the curse as opposed to signing the... better pitchers.
2: Yeah. I thought it was the curse of the drunken play-by-play man.
3: <laughs> oh, that's not a curse. That's a blessing.
2: <laughs> that's a blessing. <laughs> oh, <my> gosh. <laughs> Uh,
3: 1966, (laughs) Orioles pitcher Jim Palmer at 20 is the youngest to record a World Series shutout as Baltimore beats the Dodgers 6-0 in Game 2 at Dodger Stadium. 1983, the New York Jets announce they're leaving Shea Stadium for the Meadowlands. 1985, New York Yankee knuckleballer Phil Necro becomes the 18th pitcher to win 300 games. At forty six, he becomes the oldest to pitch a shutout, beating Toronto eight to nothing. Nice.
1: God, that was awful late for that season to end too. This was eighty five? Yeah. Okay, there was a brief player kind of walkout, I think, that year that may have extended the season a few days. Okay. Okay. if something's if something if, if that memory serves me correct.
3: And in 1993, after nine seasons and three NBA championships, Chicago Bulls' Michael Jordan announces his retirement from the league. The first time. (laughs) He'd return on March 18th of 95 and lead the Bulls to another three titles and retire. For the second time. Second time. He'd then come back again. No, we'll get to that later. Uh, It's National
2: Noodle Day. Noodle Day. Noodle. Noodle Day.
1: Are you a fan of the noodle?
2: Um, if it's like loaded in cheese or like <clears throat> um, meat and tomato sauce, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not afraid of the noodle and any kind of white sauce. Okay, but yeah,
1: a thick noodle. I'm not a real big. I don't think a big thick noodle fan. I'm
2: not really much of a, am I I'm I'm fine with most noodles. Okay. Yeah, whether they're thin or thick or skinny or stringy or whatever i mean really the noodle is just it's just the carrier i mean it's what goes with it it's the cheese or the meat or whatever that matters right it's a
1: carrier
2: it's a carrier
1: sounds like some kind of a
2: it's not the meal it's just some kind of a virus it's a carrier the noodle is a carrier it brings the meat and the cheese to me yeah so i mean
3: ultimately popcorn is just a butter and salt carrier (laughs) Nothing, there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but that's what its function is, is to carry the butter and the salt right. from the bowl to my hand. And,
2: and So what about people like me who don't eat popcorn with either of those things on it? You don't eat a whole lot of popcorn either. I do not. You're, that is, that is I fair. like my
3: popcorn with just salt. Thank you. And then yeah. it's a salt distributor. That's. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy birthday to Trevor Lawrence, who's 23. Pink Ranger Amy Jo Johnson is 52. Amy Tony Joe. Dungy is 66. Ruben Sierra is 57 and Freddy Garcia is 45. And on this day in 1961, President John F. Kennedy speaks on the civil defense, advises American families to build bomb shelters to protect them from <laughs> atomic fallout in the event of a nuclear exchange with the Soviet Union. Kennedy also assured the public that the U.S. civil defense program would soon begin providing such protection for every American Only one year later, true to Kennedy's fears, the world hovered on the brink of full-scale nuclear war with the Cuban Missile Crisis erupted over Russia's placement of nuclear weapons in Cuba. And that is this Dan Sports
1: History. (laughs) Yes, are you tired of national radio contests that the other radio stations do around this town where local listeners have little to no chance of actually winning? Kind of like catching a home run ball, you know? next to no chance, right?
2: Next to none.
1: Next to none. So are we. So we've made it easier for you to get that home run ball cuz we've teamed up with the Home Zone, making your house a home to give away $10,000 right here in Lubbock, Texas, America. All you have to do is listen at this time 8:45 and 4:45 in the afternoon and then uh, go to doublet973.com, enter the secret word for the $10,000 grand prize that we'll give away on November the 18th. Jamie, the more times you enter the more chances you have to win. Today is Thursday, October the 6th. It's 6.45-ish. Well, it's now 6.52. Jazz. Very simple. Jazz is the secret word. J-A-Z-Z. Jazz. So go to doublet 973com
2: You hear enter of, that in. You're kind of dressed like a jazz guy today. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I,
1: I'll take that as a compliment. Mm. You know, got the, the black turtleneck on, ready yeah. to...
2: Looks like you could be... Playing some jazz today,
1: you know, go into a, kind of a smoky, kind of filled, you know, mm-hmm. small little bar, you know, and get out mm-hmm. a saxophone or something like that. Mm-hmm. Have a cold drink there. Yeah, that sounds like a sounds like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Have a little have a little jazz action going. Yeah, you have
2: mm-hmm. an artsy look to you today.
1: Artsy look, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. I think mm-hmm. uh, that. Is your secret word jazz? Uh, brought to you by the Home Zone and Double T ninety seven three. Uh, this from the Eighth Flooring Center chat line. Chuck, you struck me as a egg noodle guy. Guess not. No, 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 no. no. Thought they were big in Kansas on mashed potatoes. flash, I don't eat mashed potatoes. I don't really eat potatoes. I don't like a baked potato. I don't like mashed potatoes. I really don't like mashed potatoes with a lot of butter in the you know, yeah, it's just it just n- no. I really, generally speaking, the only kind of potatoes I really like are French fries. And if that makes me a nine-year-old, then so be it. You do you, homie. Yeah, you know, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, this little tidbit, I thought—I think this is cool. So Dusty Baker uh, yesterday, manager of the Houston Astros, put in his pitcher, Phil Matten, in the top of the eighth inning because his younger brother Nick was coming to the plate for the Phillies. <laughs> okay. Okay. And Nick Matten promptly singled to right center. Off his brother. Off his brother. Man. <laughs>
2: that's yes. pretty cool. It stinks at Thanksgiving table there.
1: Little brother beats little brother big brother on something like that. That that is uh I think that's... little
2: brother good. got the hit.
1: Little brother got the hit. That's good then. Yeah, little Man, brother like got that the hit. Better. Yeah, little brother got the hit. Mhm. Uh, so I thought that was I thought that was pretty good. Uh, let's see, Black Turtleneck Day. There's a fedora in Chuck's backseat. His sex player name: Head Daddy Rabbit.
2: Wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't not have a fedora. I don't own one of those. Sorry. No, mm. I,
2: I want the. I I think you'd be better off with the kind that snaps. At the front. Oh yeah. What is that called? I, uh, I can't remember. Like Payne Stewart used to wear. Yeah, right. You know right. what I'm talking about, Jeff? Yeah. yeah. I, I used What is that called? I don't hats. know what's called, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, yeah, I think you'd of be better off with one of those. I don't know one That's of those hats. More you
1: I That's more you than a fedora. Yeah. Have one of those hats. Six fifty-five this morning here on the morning drive. We'll talk tech football next. They're in action this week. They take on the Oklahoma State Cowboys in Stillwater, and of course, you'll Hedge hear bone? all the coverage. Is
3: the name of the hat Hedgebone? After a quick Google search. What is it?
1: Hedgebone? Hedgebone. Okay. Harriagebone.
2: Okay. That doesn't seem right.
1: Your morning blend of sports. K State is uh, coming off a big win over Oklahoma. Of course, the Red Raiders off their 37 34 overtime win over number 22, Texas. And humor. Sure to tell them that. You you suggested that. And, of course, that got a big laugh.
0: This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app.
1: Appreciate you being with us, spend a little time with us today. If you have a thought or a comment, hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to double t 97.3.com for that or the mobile hat mobile app uh, it's a uh, mobile hat mobile hat well i was reading these texts on the on the hat uh, the mobile app <laughs> presented by happy state bank um the little cap that we were talking about just before seven nobody everybody's like is one person calls it a newsboy cap a flat cap um News. Kind of hat you guys were talking about is a beret. No, it's not a beret.
2: No, that's it's kind of like a beret, but it's a little bit different. Though. Tangle
1: hat. Uh, I
2: like the newsboy. The newsboy. I yeah. like that.
1: Yeah.
3: I, I'm not sure that's its official name, but that's definitely what I would call it. Yeah. Yeah. Like if yeah. somebody had one on, like seeing it as an absolutely, it's the it's the normal like ball cap, but the there's a button that snaps onto the front. That's why it's yeah.
2: not a beret. I've never seen it unsnapped. I've right. seen it's one on Snap.
1: It's not a Kangol hat. Uh, I just looked at that. Uh Yeah, newsboy hat. That's that's correct. That's the that's the kind of cap that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's the kind. Of, and I I have one of those.
0: Mhm.
2: I have mm-hmm. one of those. Yeah, you should wear that with with your turtleneck. Mhm. Okay. Mhm.
1: I need to get a black one cuz I think that's uh, brown. So, um but
2: yeah. How long's been since you've worn said newsboy hat? Oh gosh, I don't
1: know, quite some time. <laughs> I'd, I'd spend quite some time. Uh, but you know, like if you're in colder weather, you know, it's probably when I was lived in town and I had colder weather. Well, I've got it upstairs in my room. Mm-hmm. I've got it on my. Ca- I've got it on my hat rack with some ball caps that I don't ever wear that have been given to me or that I like to have. You know. So I've got a couple ball caps. When
2: was the last time you wore a regular hat? A regular hat, like a ball cap. Uh,
1: it's, it's been quite some time.
2: <laughs>
1: I have like I've, your twenties. Oh no 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 uh, no! I probably probably had one on maybe in my forties or fifties. So but twenty years. Yeah, probably. 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah, probably so. Probably so. Mm-hmm. I just. Uh, I pretty much,
2: <clears throat> just, You're a half a hat guy.
1: I mean, yeah, I'm a visor guy, yeah. Uh. <laughs> half half, half. <laughs> a guy with half a hat. Well, you know, I mean, I, I, I enjoy my, I enjoy my visors. Yeah. yeah. You do you, right? Yeah, fine, yeah, find what you like and- Yeah. Stick to it. Stick to it, mm-hmm. stick, stick to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, chief, chief concern that you have uh, with what you know about Oklahoma State Hm mm, um you more yeah. worried about their offense or their defense? Uh
2: huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you were asking that question, I was in my mind thinking to okay you, so your first question was chief concern. Mm-hmm. And their rushing attack. Yeah. Whether it be with their running back or their quarterback. And I'm thinking their defensive line.
1: Yeah. Yeah I th- I think that's what
2: So that that's my chief concern. Can I have two chiefs? Can there be two chiefs?
1: Sure, you can have, you can have... Yes, what you need like about 10 Indians. Yeah. Yeah. Uh let's uh let's uh, hear from coach Joey McGuire. He talks about Oklahoma State's uh defense heading into this one.
4: Uh coach Mason's a new defense coordinator. Um, You know, really, really a great guy. We played his team in 2018 in the Texas Bowl whenever he was at Vandy. Um, You know, he was the head coach whenever a couple of my guys went to Vandy. And so I have some experience with him, just a great guy. You know, and we're going to face one of the toughest defensive fronts, I think, in the country. I mean, those guys uh, last year uh, were probably the best defense between them and, and Baylor, one of the best defenses in, definitely in the Big 12, but um, they've come out and they played really good this last weekend, um, kind of changed up a little bit, gone more to the things that he did at Vandy with more of a four-down front, which is uh, tough whenever you have the depth that they have in the defensive line. So it's going to be a challenge.
1: It's going to
4: be a challenge.
1: Uh, it is because they already, through four games, have <clears throat> 12
2: sacks. Yeah impressive
1: okay and then then the other thing that they have is they have multiple guys with two or more mason cobb has two brock martin has two tyler Lacey has two and colin oliver has three and ben kopinski has two so (laughs) they have multiple guys that that meanwhile for the uh for the red raiders red raiders through five games have 12 sacks and uh Tyree Wilson has five of them, uh, two for Philip Belidi, and then two and a half for uh, Tony Bradford Jr., and then uh, a sack for Kosai Eldridge. Okay, so, so um, you know, the, the guy that will be the marked man for Texas Tech will be Tyree Wilson. He, he has been just outstanding, uh, and it seems like he keeps getting better and better um, each week. And uh, here is his uh, defensive coordinator, Tim DeRuter, talking about Tyree Wilson and his growth. Tyree? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think it's not surprising to me. We think he's one of the best defensive players in our
0: conference. Um, We knew that, but. With him being down a little bit in the summertime, you know, getting over the injury, uh, not really playing
1: live reps for the first couple of weeks of camp, he was a little behind as far as just his game
3: conditioning. And I think as he's getting into games, he's getting better and better. Uh, we
4: know he can, you know, really set edges and, and do a great job in rushing speed to power. And I think he's getting more comfortable in the things we're asking him to do. And
1: uh, we need that from him because he, he he can be a real presence. That if they you know have one guy blocking him, he can affect the game. I believe. Yeah, he can certainly affect the game.
2: No, no doubt about it. I mean, and that's that's a guy that has been extremely impressive, you know, in passing situations. But I think he's done a good job in the run game too.
1: Well, and he's somebody that you have to plan for. So. You know, if they're if they're planning for him and they're having to assign more than one person to kind of keep an eye on him, that means somebody else on that front has to step up and that's take what, advantage of that.
2: That's what you hope for.
1: Yeah. It, it's, you know, when you... I think it's too early in the season for Oklahoma State, because they've only played one conference game, the Red Raiders have played two, um, to kind of look at them and go, okay, well, these, these stats are tendencies because... You know, it's still a little out of whack with the Arkansas Pine Bluff game and Central Michigan, and frankly, Arizona State, where three of their four opponents, you know, are, are lesser opponents than significantly lesser than what they're going to face in in the Big 12. And I think if you look at Texas Tech's schedule so far, the schedule's tougher. And I'm not I'm not trying to make excuses. All I'm trying to say is. It's hard to go and go, well, let's look at third down percentage for Oklahoma State and compare that to Texas Tech. Or mm-hmm. let's look at, you know, um, rushing yards that they've allowed uh, versus what Tech's allowed.
2: Yeah, that's fair. So... Uh, I mean, I mean, they just went on the road and beat Baylor. Mm-hmm. It's as a you very, said. very right. impressive win. Right, and, and that I think that's a really good win as well. About beyond that, it hasn't been quite as tough. I yeah. think that's fair.
1: Yeah, so... So when you kind of look at this, and so you look at this and go, well...
2: They, if you're comparing NC State to Arizona State as yeah. far as non-conference matchups, with the Arizona State one being, uh, yeah, that was at home for yeah. them. for them, And then if you compare that with you're playing at...
1: NC State. NC State. And they were a ranked team.
2: Right. And same thing with Houston. They were mm-hmm. a ranked team. Mm-hmm. That's falling apart, man. <laughs> falling apart. Yeah.
1: To the point where the owner of the uh, Houston Cougars... Oh, excuse me. One of their big supporters has come out and given Dana Holgerson a vote of confidence.
2: The television broadcasters in the Houston game towards the end of the game—I mean, it was hilarious because, I mean, they were talking about, "Oh, these, oh, these plays here at the end of the day, and game, the day they they could decide whether you're in a New Year Six Bowl or not," you know, for Houston. And I'm like, man, it feels like you're getting ahead of yourself just a little bit. Yeah. I you know. Yeah. just a little bit. Those it's, New Year's
1: Six Bowls be harder to come by in the Big 12 there, yeah, buddy it's, boy. But it's
2: week 2. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Slow down a little bit, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: One thing that uh, that Oklahoma that Oklahoma State has done a good job of regardless of who they've played is scoring in the red zone. Uh, they've scored 17 out of 18 attempts. 14 of those times have been touchdowns. Mm, it's big time. That's big time.
2: That to me says I I have a good offensive line.
1: Yeah. And I think they I think they really do. You know, for the for the Red Raiders, here's here's the here's been the challenge. You've been in the red zone twenty times, you've scored sixteen, but only thirteen times have you scored touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So that's a conversion rate of sixty five percent. You're gonna have to be better than that in the big twelve to win to win three more games. Sure.
0: You're tuned into the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, recapping the night it was in the world of sports.
2: That's not to say that they don't respect the run game that you have, but you're talking about one quarterback leading the, the conference in passing so far this year. And remember, he didn't start the first game. All right. He still played a lot, though. And also
1: bringing some humor to your day. I, I just don't want to disappoint you. I just... As much as I disappoint you, I don't want to disappoint you in some things that you expect from me.
0: Hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. Questions, questions, questions. Do we have
1: the answer to your one question?
2: Well, I'm going to stick with Red Raider football today. Okay. And I'm going to go with this matchup at Oklahoma State. And we're going to play the... The fill-in-the-blank game today.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Pin the tail on the donkey. Now, doing that game, we're filling in the blank game. Yes. Okay? Yes. always hated those questions on tests. Fill in the blank. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Multiple guests. I'm, I was better at uh, mm-hmm. essay.
2: I think the fill-in, or excuse me, the pin the tail on the donkey <laughs> game would be difficult for our question of the day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That would be difficult. Okay. <laughs>
1: It's kind of random,
2: I realize. <laughs> All right. And this can be random as well. Mm-hmm. This can deal with any aspect of the game. The Red Raiders will win on Saturday if. Mm. If. And you can say uh, if a miracle happens. That'd be somewhat boring. But I w- we're looking more specific.
1: But. I will say the Cal- the uh, the Texas Tech Red Raiders will win on Saturday if they don't turn the ball over. Okay. If they don't turn the ball over. Because I think you're clearly better when you don't turn the ball over. That's, that's you know, Captain Obvious speaking there, right? Sure is. But But for this particular team, it's been extremely obvious that you're better when you don't turn the football over and give yourself more chances to score. Jeff?
3: If they are much more successful on first down. Hmm. Not I mean, we're not talking like just one or two. If you're getting second and six instead of second and 12 that you've gotten a lot. If if you are keeping ahead of the chains, I think your defense is good enough to corral, I guess is the way to word it, um, the Oklahoma State offense and make it a game. And if you are having your offense play the way it can and being ahead of the chains, I think you can win you win this game.
2: I think it takes a lot of different things. Both things that you guys mentioned are, are things that it, I think it would take. But one that really jumps out to me is when I look at the Red Raiders and when they've played well and when they haven't played well, uh, I look at being able to slow down a rushing attack. And against Texas, which I think is a good football team, maybe not great, but a good football team, uh, they were able to slow down their rushing attack. Mm-hmm. Defense did a great job. Uh, against Kansas State, you weren't. Uh, you wanted to make them, uh, force them to try to beat you with their passing attack, and you couldn't get that done because you couldn't stop their quarterback enough. You couldn't stop their lead dog running back enough, and because of that, you just uh, you just didn't give yourself a chance for the most part, um, when it all came down to that, to the end of the game, even though you were in it for most of the contest. So yeah, you can do those things. You can slow down the run and all of that, or you can be better on first down. But then if you turn the ball over, it just, it kills all of that. That, I think that's fair to say. I think that's in in every football game, but specifically for me in this one, I, I think, I just think that if, if you're able to slow down the rushing attack and you, for Sanders to be more of a passer, and I think Sanders is a better par- passer than Martinez is. I I think you have a better chance to win this game. I think Oklahoma State may still be talented enough to beat you with their passing attack. I don't think Kansas State was, but I I think Oklahoma State's, you know, they're they're a little bit more versatile on offense, and he's an experienced guy. And mm-hmm. even though I don't think he's a great quarterback, uh, the experience. Pays dividends, and uh, I think he's a good enough quarterback.
1: I, I look at this game just on the surface, and I'm more worried about their defense than I am their offense. I'm more worried about what their defense is going to do to you than what their offense is going to do to you, because I think I think that the Tech defense is good enough that you can you can hold off uh, Oklahoma State from scoring like at will. Okay. And didn't necessarily show that last week. I get it.
2: Yeah, I think this is a better offense this week than what you faced last week. Okay. I also, I, I, I mean, I think you're right in that feeling like you're worried about them. You're scared about Oklahoma State's defense. I, I, I get that. I'm, I'll just be honest with you. I'm scared about Texas Tech's offense.
1: In general, regardless mm-hmm. of who you're. Who right you're, now, they've yeah. got a
2: lot of things to get worked out.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, it has not been pretty. So, I mean, I don't care who you're playing. Right now, I'm worried about the tech offense.
1: Somebody off the uh, Yates Flooring Center chat line said, "If the offensive line does their job," we had a couple of guys say this. If the offensive line protects the quarterback, I agree with that. Um, you know, it's just um, going to be a challenge. It's just going to be. It's just going to be a challenge. Um, I, I do agree with what Jeff uh, said about being better on first down. Coach McGuire's brought that up uh, mm-hmm. repeatedly uh, about being better on first down and how that That's- sets up second and third down yeah i feel like it's four. been a
2: little bit better the last couple of weeks compared to the houston game that was so horrible i think it was where you had the 16 or 17, 17 times yeah. you had you had second and 10 or worse yeah
1: that's it was just a crazy number uh somebody says it feels like spencer sanders has been there forever i agree with that mm-hmm. i agree with that um so um Fire sprinkler guy thinks tech will win if we capitalize on fourth down. God, I hope we don't have to rely on fourth down because I feel like that's a crapshoot. Don't you? I feel like that. If you're, if you're
2: big, big risks.
1: It's a big risk. It's almost it's that mm-hmm. you know taking that card. If you're uh, if you're at the blackjack table, you're at sixteen. You want to go ahead and hit me.
2: It also says you weren't very su- successful on one first through third down. <laughs> if right. you're needing fourth down, if
1: you're needing fourth down, right? Yeah. Uh, washed up guy says, "I feel Maybe very strongly Tech will win Saturday." Go ahead.
2: Maybe he's just basically saying that. Texter is saying that he expects us to to need the fourth downs, and he's because Oklahoma State's good defense. Yeah, which is fair, and so we have to come through on those fourth downs, which I also think is fair. So,
1: speaking of fire sprinkler guy, he he chimed in 18 minutes ago fire sprinkler guy here dot 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 i've not chimed in in a while but wanted you all to know i'm still a faithful listener so he must be a tolo i learned this off the yates center chat line the other day do you know what a tolo is T O L O. we need more of these the more of these that we have the better off we'll all be do you know what a tolo is jeff got no idea Jamie,
2: I'm trying to come up with something but
1: turn it on, leave it on. Tolo. Okay. Okay. We need more tolos. So, fire sprinkler guy, I'm going to call you a Tolo. And that's a compliment. You well, turn it don't on, we want
3: them to listen leave it to the on. score too. Well, both of our stations, yes. That, yeah. uh, then you're not just leaving it on, you have to change it a little. Well, bit. but you're it's on. Turn it on,
2: leave it on. Uh, tolo sounds a lot better, Jeff, than Oh. TO <laughs> C-O-T-B. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just be a Tolo. Turn it on. Turn it on and leave it on. <laughs> ch- ch- change it. Yeah. Turn it back. Yeah. Uh,
1: Opa says that she's a Tolo. Okay. It's good. that it is good. Let's see. Uh, PJ says this. I hate to break it to you, but Spencer Sanders can come back next year. Good God almighty.
2: And he will. He's not good enough to be an NFL quarterback. No, he can make
1: more money at Oklahoma State than he can, you know, with his master's degree doing something.
2: Yeah, I have no idea what his master's degree is. I, I just either. know, I don't think he's an NFL quarterback, so. <laughs> I understand that. Might be like an NFL tight end, but.
1: Might get a cup of coffee.
2: Yeah, I I would be surprised if he's not back.
1: Uh, this, from the 8th Morning Center chat line, I think I agree with this. Against K-State, you had to account for two backs who could hit the home run against Oklahoma State. I don't think you have to account for the same running ability, which feels more like UT where you had to account mainly for Bichon and uh, and not card. I think that's...
2: I think Spencer Sanders can hurt you running the football.
1: Can he to the same degree of Adrian Martinez?
2: No, but he's also a way better passer than Adrian okay. Martinez. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I think but, you're facing a better offense this week.
1: Okay, well, maybe, maybe so. I like I said, if you if you ask me, I'm just telling you, I'm more worried about their defense than I am their offense.
2: Yeah, no, I agree.
1: Because I think your defense can neutralize them. I mean, it's just a handful of plays last week.
2: It's just a handful in every game. I know. I know. Decide games.
1: Yeah.
2: They made it look easy. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: 7.40 this morning on the Morning Drive. Boom, boom, boom. is next.
0: Your morning dose of coffee and sports. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Uh, no, I don't
1: think there'll be any ketchup. I don't know there's any reason for ketchup tonight out at the Lubbock Chamber of Commerce barbecue. So... You may want to take some, own, some of your own packets mm. if you need some ketchup. I know. There. I know. be there. There needs I know. to be ketchup at every stop. I, well, you. I don't think there'll be ketchup at every stop. I just think that there's...
2: I think normally the other years that I've been, there's all sorts of different food. Okay. It's not just barbecue.
1: There's been some sausage on a stick. There's some chicken.
2: I think I've had like pizza and really? chicken strips out there at times. Oh,
1: okay. I didn't yeah. know there was pizza. Yeah. You can put pizza on your on your grill. There's no question sure i've not figured we, out we have heard rumors about it anyway <laughs> yeah i've not uh i've not mastered it it's been a while since i've tried it um
2: i've not mastered it
1: i've not mastered it I've, which
2: part I'm, have you not mastered
1: the pizza on my komodo joe
2: pizza you know i mean i've he's
1: having a temperature problem what uh, have no you, i've got the temperature down what I've have just,
2: you mastered jeff
3: what have i mastered mm-hmm. uh Awkward silences.
0: What? (laughs) No.
2: There's no such thing. Like you've caused them? Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
1: Okay, well, that may be. I will tell you this. I would stake my life on Chuck has
2: mastered eye-rolling and head-shaking.
1: Yeah. The divorce jokes.
3: Those I've got.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would stake my life on my pulled pork and my uh, chicken and my hamburgers. I would stake my life on it. My pulled pork especially. Let me I had a question for you earlier about about uh, barbecue and this is um this is very very shallow into the pool. Do you like your brisket shredded or sliced?
2: Uh shredded. Shredded, okay. I I don't have a strong opinion either way. I guess I guess I just like it a little bit better shredded.
1: Because then you put that on a bun if you were going to eat a sandwich. It's
2: just a little bit easier to to manipulate.
1: Okay.
2: Okay. Yep. No, you you don't have like the the chunks falling out the side. Mm. It's all shredded. It usually stays in there, bound together.
1: Bound together.
2: But if it's like chunks, right? Then you can l- raise it up, and uh-huh. like, something's gonna fall out the side.
1: I got you. Yeah, we so want any slippage.
2: We don't want any slippage. Yeah. <laughs> so, I like the shredded. It sticks together. It's it's got good chemistry. They, mm-hmm. you know, nobody's blaming anyone else. They all mm-hmm. just stick together.
0: Yeah.
3: Usually, when I make one, I. uh first thing i do is i cut it in half half of it gets shredded half of it gets sliced so mm. that i can do the slices for dinner that night gotcha and then i've got the shredded stuff for sandwiches and stuff later and it, it makes the 20 pound brisket not feel like i'm just eating just brisket and yeah. add some
1: differences to it <clears throat> do you is there anything on the grill that you have quote mastered that you would stake your life on keep in mind i live in an apartment and can't have a grill So the answer would be... No. 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 Okay.
2: I think he would stake his life on his really easy ribs or Stupid easy ribs? Yeah,
1: stupid easy ribs. Yeah, the stupid easy ribs. No, I think... But again, not on the grill. Not on the grill. But the stupid easy ribs, I think that is a... It's solid. No, there's no doubt. I mean, I, I used your recipe and gave you all the credit in the world for the stupid easy ribs. It was like ribs, barbecue sauce, Dr. Pepper... Throw it in the crock pot. And Way to go.
2: You've just given away all of his secrets. <laughs> no, no. I freely <laughs> I mean, give it that one his, away. He freely gives that, that one away. That was like his grandmother's secret recipe, and you just gave it away on the air with your phone number.
3: Jamie, uh-uh. I've told you, my grandmother couldn't cook. <sighs> she was the one that put macaroni and then chocolate chip cookies because she didn't have any chocolate chips. <laughs> <laughs> and bless my grandfather's heart, he ate them.
2: He ate them. Oh, my goodness.
1: Well, he must have really loved her.
3: I must have.
1: Is this the same grandfather that prepares that gives us pears every year? That'd be the one. Has he placed that order yet?
3: I don't ever ask that question. okay All right. When fun. they show up, it's a nice pleasant surprise that's expected but still a pleasant surprise. It's generally my only
1: pair of the year, but it's the best pair of the year.
3: Yeah. they're fantastic. I've weekend.
1: threatened to, I've threatened to buy a box. All right uh, here's a, I, I think that a couple of conversation starters for today's barbecuing event is in order. So let me give you right. let me give you a couple. Okay, should the Red Raiders win on Saturday, it would be their first win over a top ten team since they win one in twenty eleven. I believe it's twenty eleven. At Oklahoma. At Oklahoma, yep. forty one to thirty eight. Okay.
2: Mhm.
1: Also, should the Red Raiders win on Saturday, it would be their First road win since they won over a ranked team since they won in Stillwater in 2018. The Red Raiders won as uh, the Cowboys were ranked 15th. Okay. 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 So those are those are two little tidbits for you. Um, here is uh, offensive coordinator Zach Kitley. He talks about Donovan Smith and and guiding him and helping him. Not only off the field, but on the field as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, just stay positive, keep your head up. I mean, you know, uh, Coach McGuire said that since I got hired. You know, no one's going to take more criticism than
3: him and the quarterback, no matter where you're at, win or lose. Same thing. You know, probably the week before against Texas, he probably had a million people patting him on the back. It's just kind of how it goes. Um, you know, he's every week you're going to have stuff you got to fix, um, and you know, he he's a competitor and he loves to win and. He, he put a lot of that on him, and when you go back and you really watch the film, it wasn't all on him. It was on everybody. It starts with me offensively. Um, but he's, he's doing a really good job. We gotta, The areas we got to clean up, as always, but there's some stuff that, that uh, to the fan and, and watching on TV, you may think, oh, that's just a quarterback making a mistake when they don't see the other ten people on the field. Um, there are areas we've really got to clean up to help him as well.
1: So that's, some, that's the message from uh, both the head coach and, uh, and the O.C., with regard to it's not just him it's it's the others as two uh, there's a uh, there's also a part of me that wonders how much how much better would baron morton have to be in practice to get some meaningful game reps or a series or two if you wanted to pull donovan just to let him to be able to see the forest for the trees a little bit
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have the answer to that. I'm, I will tell you that I'm not, I'm not the guy that is the firm believer in the, hey, go sit down for a series; it's gonna change everything. Okay. I'm not that guy.
1: Okay. You mean the? It's been a long sometimes time since you've a, done that. Sometimes here. I think
2: if a guy is like emotionally charged and you need him to get his heart rate down and take a take a breath, that maybe I could see. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just you think Donovan standing over there on the sideline watching three plays is going to change things?
1: No, it I,
2: sounds great, doesn't it?
1: It does. I mean, the the, the like, example like that's a, always cited is Graham Harrell. That's the example that's always cited.
2: And I think it more it's about calming down somebody's emotions.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And we haven't. I've not necessarily seen that. That's been an issue, yeah. but it doesn't appear. I mean, appear like to Donovan's
2: me. going to go over to the sideline and go, "Oh, I see what they're doing with their safeties now." I'll check down to the tight end. Yeah, and eh, probably not real, probably not realistic, right?
1: Yeah, it'd be like you pulling me for a segment or two, and then, not, then oh, that's how you do it. That's that's how you do it. Yeah, you thought about that. <laughs>
2: Every Tuesday at 8:30. (laughs) To shake. We come (laughs) back Wednesday with the same (laughs) thing.
1: See, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. You're right. You're right. It just doesn't work. That was, you get the, that was your you,
2: joke, not mine. You, yeah. you kind
1: of led me to that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. yeah, it's all good. 824 this morning here on the morning drive. Thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to the Double T 973 mobile app. It's presented by Happy State Bank. Benchmark hotline is open too at 806 uh, 771 You'll hear Red Raider football with Joey McGuire tonight at 6. He'll have a player with him and a coach. Um, don't know who that is yet. Uh, it's a mystery guest, okay? Ooh. <laughs> or I've just not been told. Okay, they just keep that from me.
2: I think they usually send out a press release about mid morning after whatever.
1: our show. <laughs> but
2: wait for them. They wait, wait for, for us to finish up.
1: Yahoo's to get off the air. And they and want the we'll real talent
2: Woodman to... and Haxton to mention right, it. Yeah. Right,
1: right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So there you go. It's just, it's just, and you and Clint. Uh, during the bottom line.
2: I said real talent.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, your thought, again, comment. Uh, Benchmark Hotline is open too at 806 771 We'll also have NFL action tonight from Denver, mile high, as uh, the Broncos play host to the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, be interesting tonight for Peyton Manning. Who's he going to root for? Is he going to root for Indianapolis? His first team? Or is he going to root for the Denver Broncos? His most... Recent team, even though it's been quite some time since he's played. Won Super Bowls with both of them, and lost Super Bowls with both of them. Who are you mm. going to root for?
0: He's going to have a half jersey on tonight, half helmet. You've been listening to the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to DoubleT973.com.